You're listening to episode 289 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello. Welcome again to the show. Happy holiday season. If you don't know what to do in the holidays, I hope you listened to last week's episode. And this week, let's talk a little bit about hunger. Okay, now listen. We are talking about hunger preemptively. Maybe you have been in a time of fat loss and weight loss over the holiday season. And maybe though you haven't been, maybe you've been practicing maintenance. I think that that is a great choice. Like that's the end goal for most of us is that we understand the levers that we have to pull in order to maintain our fitness, our health status, our activity levels, and therefore our body weight and our body composition. Some of you might be curious about beginning a fat loss phase as the holidays come to a close. It's very common. It's, I think any, a lot of the stereotypes around dieting are based in general feelings that I think we can neutralize, okay? Like the holiday season is generally a time of more abundance. And so even though I think yo-yoing into restriction isn't so great, it's also really normal that a lot of us are going to want to be moving towards more wholesome foods because the time of celebration comes to a close when the holidays come to an end. You know what I mean? So... In that kind of neutral, <laughs> middle of the road, common sense frame, I thought it would be appropriate to talk about the concept of hunger on today's episode. We've talked about this for, before. I've had episodes dedicated to hunger, but we need to talk about these things again. And I want this show to feel very common sense. I don't, even if this stuff is maybe presented in a way that is new or novel to you, Um, the beauty of really reclaiming our health and wellness and taking ownership, taking responsibility for our daily healthy habits is that the healthy habits and really what the, what the activities shake out to be are pretty straightforward as they should be because they should be attainable for the vast majority of people. That is when you know a healthy habit is pretty darn good and pretty solid is that most people, um, of course, some people won't apply extenuating circumstances, but for most people, they'll be able to achieve it. So let's say that you are choosing to be in a well, a fat loss phase where you are choosing to prioritize losing body fat as you maintain your all the other healthy habits. You're still eating balanced meals, you're still working out, you are still walking, you're still drinking water, you're still getting good sleep. And what you're doing is that you're throttling back your total daily amount of calories. Even though overall your calories are balanced, you're getting plenty of protein, you're getting enough carbohydrates and you're getting dietary fat. You're getting in daily vegetables and daily fruits. When all that stuff is balanced and you're looking to be in a fat loss phase, first off, 
you're going to use the scale, okay? Just as a reminder, people get so freaky about the scale. You're going to use the scale, but the snail, <laughs> the snail, the scale is not going to be the end all, be all metric that you're going to be looking at. You're going to be looking at how you're close fit. I also encourage you to take measurements at at least your hips, waist, thighs, biceps, to give you an idea of what's going on. Because when we truly prioritize fat loss and not just weight loss, weight loss includes the food content in your gut. It includes the amount of poop in your lower gut, in your intestines. It includes the amount of water that you're holding um, in your muscles, including like inflammation in your muscles after a strength training workout or stress. There's a lot of water that naturally fluctuates in our bodies, whether you've had um, food, like I said, or water and beverage as well. So the reason I'm talking about this is we got to just get all that out of the way before we then talk about the fact that when you are in a consistent calorie deficit where you have a beginning, a middle, and an end to that time that you will be in the deficit, okay, it's a reasonable amount of time, by proxy of being in a calorie deficit for you, and that deficit is based upon your activity levels, your height, your current weight, uh, potentially if you have quite a bit of muscle mass, it's also based on your body composition, if you, whatever. It's based on all the different factors, okay? And if you don't know, I do these macro calculations for you, your total amount of calories, protein, carbs, fats, how you can shake those calories out. I do that stuff. They're called one-time macro counts. They're on the website. <laughs> Feel free to hit me up for those. I also do a phone call with them if you want to talk about them. Also, I don't. If you don't want to talk about them, you can just get the macros emailed right to you. Anyway, once you're in your calorie deficit, here's the thing. You will know you're in a calorie deficit because you will experience feeling hungry. If you have chronically dieted before, then you might have some preconceived notions about hunger because you might have done it in a really extreme way. Maybe you didn't eat all day until nighttime and then you overconsumed so that your total average amount of calories actually ended up not being in a deficit. Maybe you fasted for days on end and that was an extreme way that you chose to lose weight. I'm, I'm still a fan of fasting, but I think you got to be strategic about it. So if you just fast all day, every day, what are you actually doing? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> getting back to common sense, when you are in a consistent calorie deficit, a cue that you will be in that deficit is that you will experience hunger. When you are adhering to those healthy habits consistently, sustainably, that calorie deficit hunger should feel pretty regulated. And what I mean by that is that it should not feel extreme. You shouldn't be getting lightheaded, woozy when you stand up. You should have enough energy to still perform pretty decently for your workouts and for your daily steps. Your sleep should not be uh, excessively affected. That Those are all common, normal, um, and common sense cues that you are in a calorie deficit because it feels different than eating enough food, but that calorie deficit is a sustainable one for a period of time that you have already pre-decided. 
I actually talked about this in, I think it's saved as a highlight in on my Instagram stories from when I did a six week calorie deficit at the end of this summer, summer 2023. And I talked about my hunger because I would be hungry for breakfast. I would eat my breakfast. I would then have enough energy because of a nice balanced breakfast until lunchtime and about maybe 45 minutes an hour, depending on my activity levels, before lunch, I'd start to feel hungry for lunch. It was not overwhelming. It was not extreme. And honestly, sometimes I don't know how to describe it until someone gives it a go. But the hunger felt really normal. I also knew psychologically that I was safe because I knew I was eating enough total calories. I was not on a crash diet. And I knew that because I knew the amount of macronutrients I was aiming for. And when you know the amount of macronutrients you're aiming for, you also know the total amount of calories that you're aiming for. So I was in a moderate calorie deficit. I experienced hunger between meals, almost by like the end, I don't know, third. Like if I ate breakfast and then I ate lunch, like two thirds of the time between, I wasn't really hungry. And then the last third, I was beginning to feel some hunger, but it was never extreme. Like I mentioned, never... Um, I would not encourage anyone to be in a calorie deficit where you're feeling lightheaded. That can also be a cue, of course, that your um, food consumption is unbalanced, either not enough protein, often not enough carbohydrates, um, or not enough fiber. So those are all things to be looking at when you're looking to prioritize being in a calorie deficit. So this episode, you know, I don't, I don't think it really helps anyone if I just talk about what hunger is. Um, because we're all going to have our unique experiences with hunger, but I do want to say from working with clients over the years is that we can have had a lot of experiences with more extreme or stressful types of hunger and the type of hunger that you would experience in a moderate calorie deficit from balanced meals while you're also sustaining your other healthy habits. I just want to encourage you to feel open and curious if you are looking to lose body fat that it can be okay to have some of that hunger. And that's really, I guess, kind of the end message. Sometimes like even that feels kind of scary to say. It feels like it's really funny territory to talk about hunger. I think a lot of people don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. But if you can feel regulated hunger, and you can feel this also in caloric maintenance, by the way, just depending on your, you know, eating structure, if you tend to eat bigger meals and you go longer between the meals like whatever hunger is normal and hunger especially if you're in an intentional fat loss phase is going to be normal if um yeah i don't even want to offer like tips and tricks because they're housed within the healthy habits if you don't know where to start go work on your healthy habits and then tune into how you feel because that's going to be your biggest teacher through any of these types of journeys isn't just what someone online says what I say on the podcast with some like, like information is cool but like if you're just stuck gathering information that's not really the action that's going to get you where you want to go so just remember that if you choose to be an intentional fat loss phase currently or in the near future get really curious about what your healthy habits already are if there's some that you need to practice a little bit more And then from there, your job really is to be in the action of being in that moderate, I also call it gentle, 
calorie deficit for a long enough period of time that your metrics, not just the scale, but your metrics show you that you are losing body fat. It's going to be a gentle decline on the scale over time based on the average trend downwards. Same with your measurements, same with how your clothes fit. And here's the other thing. I think a lot of people lose interest with a healthy fat loss phase because it isn't this super alluring um, 21 day major change. It takes time and it takes effort. It takes thoughtfulness. It takes patience. But it then, like, then you've like, then you've done it. You've taken out the yo-yo by not doing the extremes anymore. And if you're open to practicing sustainability, to practicing moderation, and to practicing, um, I guess, compassion for yourself shoot man isn't that what we all want at the end of the day with a fat loss phase why are we losing the weight we feel more like ourselves we feel more embodied we feel more confident to go do the things that we say we want to do that happens by doing those things and those things happen by us intentionally choosing to practice so i'm going to leave the episode here for today but thank you so much for being here and of course happy holiday season Um, We'll be back next week with a guest interview and you're really going to like it, especially for those of you who are sciencey and want to hear about the science of what our bodies are doing actually when it comes to hunger and satisfaction. So until then, my friends, have a lovely week and I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.